This week, the Bamfcast goes deep sea fishing and pulls out a Robocop, a Ghostbuster, and a Sea Monster. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 54. Yes. Episode 54. Where are you? Right so, here, actually. Oh, okay. Good. Right we found here. That found saved it. a lot Surprise. of time. Cut, print, done. So, uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And what we do here each and every episode on the Bamfcast, in case you're just joining us, is we sit down and we watch a fantastically shitty movie. Sometimes. And uh, then we come and talk about said shitty movie. And then we rate said shitty movie. One, two, five jocks. Should it be a good, enjoyable, bad movie? Or one, two, five bags in a negative sense. If it's a bad, bad movie after Twilight, as in douchebags. Douche. So that's it. The jocks are for robot jocks, by right. the way. Oh, did I forget that part? You did. Well, god damn you it. You can't ever forget robot jocks. Dude. I can't. I just, it, it, it's common knowledge at this point. It's like a common well, law. It's like a common law so wife. So why do you keep talking about it? I don't know. Because it's fun. To make sure that our listeners know. Oh, right. And we love to talk about robot jocks. We do. Always. Any excuse. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we do that for about uh, 30 minutes or so, and then we take a little break, and then we come back and talk about other interesting things. I have seen an interesting thing. We we have all seen so things. So So I'm excited. And we get to yeah. talk about them. Good yeah. time. But first, let's talk about a movie from yes. 1989 called Leviathan. 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 1989, the golden age of movies. The golden yes. age of underwater movies. Yes. Because 1989, most famously uh, for The, the Abyss. Abyss. But you also had Leviathan and Deep Star Six. And All The Evil Below. Was it in the 89 as well? And Lords of the Deep. Oh, okay. Apparently the Rift. Yes. Okay, so I thought there was the big three. Maybe there's these others. Oh, it's just, it's the golden age of underwater have, movies. You have barely scratched the surface. Oh, have I? Of the deep. So anyway, apparently there was a lot of underwater movies in, in the late 80s. It's a very popular location. Mm-hmm. But this is one of them. <laughs> That's not The Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> If I remember right, none of them really did well, actually. Uh, mean, like, The Abyss is well-regarded, but from when I remember right. when it came out, it was actually just not... It didn't make that much money. Yeah, well, I mean... Like, none of them really did. Yeah, it was kind of a proof-of-concept movie. I mean, that's the only yeah. reason he did it, was to, like, develop the water technology for Terminator 2 later, mm-hmm. liquidy stuff. But anyway... But anyway... We're not talking about that. Let's talk about Leviathan. As we usually Leviathan. do, let's start with a plot synopsis of Leviathan. Why don't you provide we? that for us, Arlo? Okay. Leviathan. Perched on the hull of a wrecked Soviet freighter, a team of deep sea miners, led by head. This says oceanographer, but that's incorrect. He is a geologist. geologist. Stephen Beck comes face to face with a mutant creature that's the product of a failed genetic experiment. As Beck's crew members begin to disappear one by one, the flesh eating monster lurks below the surface, and the divers left alive are scared to death. That more or less. Scared to death? Yeah. That's the best. uh, thing i could yeah. come up with because yeah the imdb one yeah. does a little uh editorializing which right. i didn't like right yeah too much commentary not enough plot synopsis mm-hmm. which we're, you know that's why we're going to talk about it and fill yeah. you in with those bits so basically basically it's alien it's underwater. alien plus the thing plus yeah. underwater mostly the alien i mean it was leviathan. It's, leviathan it's heavily the alien i mean some yes. some obviously oh, yeah. some the elements alien. of the of the thing. Mostly that, in the attitude of the characters yeah, in it, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the same scrappy bunch of 
you know, ragtag, ragtag, yeah. you know, worker yeah. class people who they're not space truckers. They're yeah. underwater truckers. Right. They're underwater miners. Right. Yeah. But basically same. on a mining colony, but some of them wear trucker hats. Right. As was the style of the day. As of the style of every day. <laughs> if you're a trucker or Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Or an underwater so, miner. So yeah, RoboCop's the leader. Yes, Peter Weller. Or is at the least leader. the boss down there. Yeah, he's a geologist who the company He does no geologizing. Yeah. The, the company this entire the, movie. The ubiquitous company, you know, much like an alien, uh, decides that, hey, this mine ain't making enough money and we we're pretty sure there's a much larger find here to be had of, of silver and other precious metals as they describe it. So they send out a geologist to really show him how it's done and how to really get out the rock. And uh, he's yes. not a mining team leader at all. Doesn't know anything about running a you know a station like this. So he's a little he's just a his, researcher. He's a little uh, you know he's a little fish in water. Uh huh. You know. Ooh. Yeah. That was I hate dumb. You. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was dumb even for me. Uh, but yeah, it's that's that's basically his position in Bad this movie. Humble. Yeah, but he's also got he's got a pretty good crew. Yeah. Like pretty good crew of characters. Yeah. Six pack. Yeah, six yeah. pack who's Daniel Jesus. Stern. Yeah, did Jesus. Yeah, yeah nobody, who is nobody fucks from with Jesus. Nobody mm-hmm. nowhere else ever. No. Yeah. But it doesn't um, matter. Here's Hector Elizondo. Yes. Cotton Mountain Dew Camacho. Yeah. <laughs> Before he bulked up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and became president. Exactly. Yeah. And uh who else? Oh, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Hello, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Yes. A Ghostbuster. Yes. Only the finest Ghostbuster to ever Winston star in a, in a movie. In an underwater movie. About yeah, underwater that was stuff. a good year for Ernie Hudson. Yeah. He had this and Ghostbusters too. Oh. Yeah. Where he got to be in it. For like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, didn't you kind of just show up at the end like, hey, I'm here. Still, still yeah, kind of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Still. Yeah, still. He was in. Yeah, that's because he was busy underwater. He was in the movie that shit. wasn't as good yeah. as the original Ghostbusters. And right. then he was in Leviathan, which wasn't as good as the Abyss. But hey. Hey. There you go. Good year for Ernie Hudson. Damn straight. Hey, Ernie Hudson made some money that year. Oh, and Richard Crenna. We got to talk about the doc. Oh, yeah. The yes. doc, who uh, most known as the the general character from the Rambo movies. Uh, uh, I don't yes. know his yep. name, but you know who I'm talking about. The guy who's the on general. Rambo's side, you know. And and Amanda Pays. Yeah. From um, Amanda, I think, married to Corbin Burnson for whatever reason. Oh. <laughs> go figure. Really? You, yeah. you, you look this up or something? Is that I just happen random? to see it on the... Living off of... Uh, either IMDb or Wikipedia LA Law, or... La La? One of them. No. La La Money? Oh, no, Major no, League what, was it, what was he yeah, in? The Dentist? Major League Residuals. Yeah. Is that him? In, in La La? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway... Uh, she, she's done enough enough work to probably, you know... She's a good looking woman. Yeah. Pay, her, pay her bills, I guess. Yes. She was a fine specimen of woman in 1989. And they, mm-hmm. they made plenty of, plenty of uh, use yeah, of getting her mostly naked. Scandally clad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, there's some other people. There's, yeah. uh, you know, another girl and who else? <laughs> another girl another and girl. a guy. And well, I like the other girl better than Amanda Pays. Uh, is that Meg Foster? Is that the, is Lisa, that the boss? No, Meg Foster is the, the boss. boss lady. Okay, the boss lady, sorry. The creepy, weird. Right. Lisa like Eilbacher. Oh, Eilbacher. Yeah. She was in, like, Beverly twice. Hills Cop, wasn't she? I don't know. <laughs> the redhead one. Anyway, she's the redhead chick. By far, Ernie Hudson gets the best. Oh, yeah. And like, like, he's he's... He's by far the best guy in the movie. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like Hector. Awesome. I like Hector Elizondo a lot too, just because yeah. it's like he's the he's the guy who probably should be in charge of the station, but he's just the the crew boss or something. Yeah. You know, the guy under. But it's like everyone's bitching about everything, and he's just like, ah, you could be at home with your fat, ugly wife and stuck in traffic, and your house it looks the same. Mm-hmm. So you should be glad you're down here 
As one person says, yeah. two miles under the water, even though the opening it says crawls sixteen thousand feet. Yeah, so apparently maybe they're using which I think is something in the neighborhood of like three and a half, seven miles or something I underwater. I don't like know, man. It's a long about, ways. About three. It's three. Twenty thousand leagues. Actually, or not so, quite three. I'm guessing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't but, know uh, how far a league is. Yeah, basically the setup is they're miners. Mm-hmm. They, they have to haul in a certain amount in their 90-day stretch, and they're in day 87 when the movie starts. Yep. They're three days away from retirement. Yes, they're three or days at least, away. At least getting to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. So. Moon totally ripped this movie off. Yeah. I could see that it was a heavy influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're all out. Especially all the underwater scenes in Moon. Oh, yeah. Those were those They were had good. some cool underwater suits in this movie. Yes, they did. I thought, like... like this movie's really well made. Yeah, it is for our kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it might be one of the like well most pre-production done on any of our movies. I would think. What do you mean? I just mean like I I think that they actually sat down and designed a lot of things. Now maybe yeah. whether well, or not Stan they Winston the, did yeah. do the creature effects right. and I believe designed those suits. They yep. said too. So you know that's a market quality a, right there. And they right. did a bunch of spec. On yeah, on those uh, the, the creatures. What yeah. the Leviathan would look like on the Leviathan. We enjoyed saying Leviathan a lot during sure. this movie. It's a fun word to say. Everything became a Leviathan. Yeah. So uh, one Unique. thing, one thing we, before we get too off the rails, we should point out that this is directed by George P. Cosmatos. We're gonna go with the how a Banffcast alum. A Banffcast alum, in that uh, he I also prefer directed Cosmatos. Okay, Cosmonos. Sure. What Cosmatos? I like Cosmatos. Because it sounds you like, like it sounds like some Greek son of a bitch. Yeah, but anyway, he directed Cobra uh, of the Banff cast fame, but also mm. uh, behind Rambo two and Tombstone. Tombstone, quite possibly mm. one of the most fun dumb westerns of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, like not authentic, just fun yeah. western. A man who really should have had a longer filmography. Yeah, you know, he's only got that. I think he has some movie called like Shadow Conspiracy or something. It was like the last movie he did a few right. years after Tombstone and. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I uh-huh. think Tombstone was pretty popular. I mean, maybe not in the theater. Maybe that was one of those like after the fact kind of movies. Yeah, it was. So very much, but who knows? But yeah, it's really well directed, really well shot, really like the sets just look really good. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I think they did. They did a pretty good job all around. I mean, it's just you know, it's just pretty straight up alien ripoff, unfortunately. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even to I the- mean down to the taking a long time to for. Oh, yeah. The shit to hit the fan. Right, right. I mean, well, there's one point where somebody literally says, kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, they were not pulling any punches about their stealing at that point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the yeah, plot is basically... It was the doctor on, when he was... I think it was the Jesus when he was, they were... Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, so, I'm so, okay. I think it was the Jesus. So, we, we, should, yeah. we should probably back up. Basically, what happens is they're out there and they're mining shit, and... They all they have this quick little accident to kind of get the crew all together. You, you know, we think that something's happened with the Jesus's suit, and um, you know, it kind of pulls everybody together to, for this uh, mini crisis and introduces everybody. Introduces everybody. Explains, right. explains a little bit of the limitations. Explains what they're doing. Right, that, it, a little bit of the technology because apparently they're using like rebreather technology instead of air tank type technology. Mm-hmm. So all these different kinds of stuff that aren't super important, but there they are, and. You know, they, you know, they're just showing their working class for probably about the good first 30 to 45 minutes, I at least. Working underwater. And, uh, and then so they go out they and uh, Six Pack, who's Daniel Stern, uh, Crazy. he steps off a ledge and slips down like a, you know, into a ravine type of thing mm-hmm. underwater, disappears for a little while and everybody gets a little freaked out and they end up finding this uh, sunken Russian ship named 
Leviathan. Leviathan. In German. Yeah, in German. Or in Russian, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. And uh, so, turns out, like, this was some sort of genetic experiment that the Russians tried to apparently make underwater fish people, I guess? Like a genetic mutation type of thing? Sure. That's what... That's what the general Richard Crenna tells right. us. Right. Yeah, that's, that's his theory anyway. Yeah. But they uh, apparently snuck it into the vodka so that the entire crew would drink it. Yeah. And, uh, of course, while they're in the ship, you know, poking around, six-pack, much like his name, is like, hey, I found stuff. And they take it back to the ship, and it's it's got a yeah. bottle of vodka, but also a hip flask full of vodka. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sneaks the hip flask, you know, thinking nobody's going to see him steal it. And apparently they don't, even though they're all standing around the table. The one girl saw One girl sees him. Sees him the redhead. But uh, yeah, so basically that's just the excuse to get the plague on the on their uh, station. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, and from that point people start dying. Yeah, he he drinks it and starts you know breaking out in like scaly rash stuff and mm-hmm. dies like within eight hours like mm-hmm. while everybody else is. And this not is working. of course on the last day. Yes, time yeah. has elapsed so that they're they're on the very last day of mining, right. and he's dead and. You know, shit starts going downhill from there because then the girl starts showing symptoms who also drank some. For some reason, it took longer to affect her. I, I guess she didn't drink as much. Maybe. And, uh, yep. yeah, so they start, you know. Yeah, and she kills herself when she sees what he looks like. This is true. When he gets all messed up. Yep. She's like, fuck that noise. But apparently that- still had it in her <laughs> so because, like, her corpse leaps off the table and fuses with Daniel Stearns' corpse into this ultra corpse. Mm-hmm. And and then, mega And then and then it's like one of the the few moments in the movie where like yes, that's what you do. They body bag them up in this great big body bag. Yeah, they're like we're gonna get and this the yeah, thing the fuck like, out. We are of taking here. this out to the to the <laughs> fuck. Like, they call it the swamp. It's basically the the wet dock of the, mm-hmm. of the thing. And they're like we're mm-hmm. just gonna flush this the fuck out of the ship because we don't know what this is and we don't want it here. And uh, it's, that sounds all good until a couple they cut of people, off a limb. Well, a couple of people go like. Wait, I can feel it moving because, like, at this point, only the doctor and and um, Peter and Weller, Cop now. yeah, are like in the know of what's going on, and they're just trying to like keep it quiet. Like, this is fucked up shit. We got to get off of here. And mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, it's still alive!" And they go to open up the bag, and yeah, the yeah, Leviathan it, jumps, it out, jumps out, jumps out, and scratches, uh, scratches Hector, Hector Elizondo, yeah, Mountain Cobb, Cobb, yes, Cobb, yeah. Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then. Of course, like they're they're lowering it down because everything in this station is like the slowest closing doors mm-hmm. and lowest slowest lowering platforms and all of that kind of stuff to build tension. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's so, way well, you can't move stuff that heavy, you know, that right. fast. But right. I I think I'm I'm going to start petitioning Congress to include incinerators large enough, you know, for a person <laughs> mm-hmm. on any um, any confined space. Any yeah, any confined space, any experiment areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Space, perhaps. Sure. I think it'd be a good idea. Uh, that might not be such a good idea in space to have open flame, that lack of gravity not thing. open flame? You, uh, well, you lack of oxygen. Lack thing. of oxygen thing, yeah. High, high oxygen environment. Whatever. Anyway. We can figure out a way. But anyway. It would be they, like a microwave technology They decide space. like, ping. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, incinerators. They decide we're going to get this thing the fuck out yeah, of here since is, they don't have an incinerator. Because if they had an incinerator on this movie over. Yeah. Yeah. If they had just seen Daniel Stern looking all fucked up, they would have been like, Boom, Captain. Hey, hey, let's get the fuck hey, out of here. Hey, six pack, you look okay. You can work today. Boom, and then push the button. <laughs> yeah. and it decompresses, and yeah, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah, but, but I, I like that people have realistic reactions. There's very little movie behavior in this movie right. for the most part. Mm-hmm. People are like, "No, you're not leaving me alone." You know? Yes, that was genius. Yeah, people are like, "No, this is fucked up. We just got to get this thing the hell out of here." Right. 
Pretty much. Yeah. And then they try and then it just keeps getting fucked up and none of them are like, well, let's figure it out. You know, because yeah. I, I fully expected the doc to turn. Like to be the to be the I've got to capture it for government yeah to research. be the ash yeah. you know in this one and it's yeah. and he doesn't and no, then he's it's actually like, the most selfless one by the end because yeah he realizes they're all kind of fucked and he just yeah you yeah. guys they're fucked and you do not want this thing on right, the surface right. you don't want want the government getting their hands on yeah. this thing we're, we're skipping yeah. a little bit ahead but yeah. basically but this this thing he launches the escape pods doesn't yeah. he yeah. yeah he basically fucks them all yeah yeah and says hey no we're staying down here but before yep. that it's like there's kind of more than one i mean it's not like an alien one situation because this thing can split and mutate you yeah. know yeah like it, if you yeah. if you cut it in half it will you got yeah. two of them. basically yeah, what happens is when the thing goes down it cuts a leg off because mm-hmm. it's kind of thrashing around trying to get at right. the people there and one of the legs gets caught in between the door and the open area so it gets chopped off so then that kind of jumps in the water and swims away from them and then it comes back and kind of generates into big ass thing yeah so it kind of explains that it can kind of be anywhere and in multiple places at more mm-hmm. than one time, especially when it starts infecting other people and whatever. So eventually it's like this thing just wants to pull everybody into one big massive sea mm-hmm. monster blob thing. Leviathan. Leviathan. I think is the word you're oh, looking giant for. Leviathan. Yeah. Perhaps. If I looked up Leviathan in the dictionary, it's going to say large yeah. collection of people and well, sea life. For this purpose, yes. yes. Okay. It'll be one of the seven definitions. Sure. Yeah. By the way, they are approximately a league beneath the surface of oh. the ocean. Well, it's thanks. not quite 20,000, is it? No, but I, I also learned in looking up league um, that 20,000 leagues under the sea. League is a distance of, of travel, not of depth. Oh. So oh, oh. 20,000 leagues is the length of the journey. Uh, oh. oh, so it's like a parsec. <laughs> the more you yes. know. <laughs> I've learned something. Thank you, BJ. You're welcome. And the reason uh, the distance is actually, um, or the a league is approximately the distance that someone can walk in an hour over good terrain, which is approximately three miles. So huh, there's your there's your knowledge drop, man. For, so that's for like this the episode the king's thumb or something. Exactly, yeah. it's like a yard. Hmm. Uh, okay, but yeah, like a cubit or a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring the cubit back. Yeah, cubit. yeah. But but among the other things that happens is. He basically, um, RoboCop lies to the lady on the surface. Right. And is like, no, there's only one, only one guy infected. Um, might want to come down here and get us. No, we're fine. But, we're but, all fine down here. How are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. That guy, he's not feeling well, so you may want to send somebody down, you know, and she's like, are you sure? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, positive. He had a pretty good poker face. Yeah, I mean, we're doing great. Well, in Peter Weller, he's like, we're doing great down here. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't want to play poker against Peter Weller. He, yeah. He's kind of the Keanu Reeves of the 80s. Kind of. <laughs> I just the way the way he speaks still bugs me. The way he speaks still bugs me because he's got that marbly voice where he just kind of always sounds like he's talking out the side of his mouth, kind of. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sound like Buffalo Bob. Push forward on the RoboCop. No, he's more like this. Great big fat person. (laughs) (laughs) Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, but no, he. uh, She's like not buying it apparently, and says, "Oh." Hate to tell you this, there's a hurricane on the surface heading yep. right for you. Yep, coming right, right for you. Right where you are, like right on top of you. And it looks even, like it's just going to stop. Even there. though Ernie Hudson yeah, religiously checked the weather report. He's a weather checking motherfucker because he, he wanted waves. to go home. He did yeah. not want waves. No. So he was looking at the weather report and I don't think that ever came up. 
No, well, it they locked out the weather report. They tried to look it up at the yeah, end. Yeah, but Ernie Hudson had already yeah. looked at the weather report. Like, yeah, this is true. Yeah, that's cool. Well, there's a point where he's just like, hurricane, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. It was perfectly yeah. sunny yesterday. And then they say, yeah, and then so, uh, it'll be 12 hours before we know anything. Of course. So, of course, yeah. 12 hours later, they're like, fuck! Yeah. Fucking Leviathan, <laughs> fuck! Fuck! Oh, shit, that's it, man. Game yeah. over, man. Yeah. And then, of course, she comes on. She's just like, yeah, hurricane's there. It's going to be probably, I don't know, going to be a while. Yeah. 48 hours. She was like, so. tell me a time. We need a time. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. But yeah, so she says 48 hours. Yeah. And then and then by far the best line of the movie I comes think so. up at that point. Yeah, because she goes, I'm so sorry that you've gone through everything and that you're, you know, you've gone through hell. And then Ernie yeah, Hudson, says, I'm sure you must have gone, gone through, through hell. hell. And Ernie Hudson interjects, bitch, we still there. <laughs> yeah, gone. <laughs> yeah. Ernie so Hudson good. gets the best line oh, yeah. in this yeah. movie. By far. And I love that he didn't die early. Yes. Yeah. He was the last person to die. Well, yeah. Other than the Leviathan. This is true. Oh, the Leviathan didn't die. It just got blown to pieces. Oh, that's, that's actually a good yeah, point. Yeah. They could have made a sequel. it survived just about right. everything. Well, that Leviathan little tiny piece two. makes it a whole new mm-hmm. one. So Leviathan 2. I, I see potential. Yeah. Hey, but yeah, we are jumping all over the place It's been like movie. 21 years. It's due. Yeah. yeah. But basically, they've locked themselves into the, the last safe area. And then, of course, the Leviathan decides... I'm going to fuck you guys up. going to cut the air. Yeah. So it severs some kind of airline or something. Because, because what it, they're saying it, yeah. is it learns from everything it absorbs. Right. Like the people it absorbs it. I don't know. They, they don't. They're, they're kind of vague well, about it because they don't really know. That's just it. Yeah. That's the kind of interesting is that they're kind of in the dark. It's not like there's one guy like, well, obviously I know everything yeah. about this. Yeah. The doctor, this is a xenomorph. I've and obviously. A, <laughs> I've read a book on the Viathans. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently this I, sort I of mutation and infection. And, <laughs> Yeah, this is 1989. Alien's been out for like what a whole was the 10 other, years. What was the other movie that uh, they abs- the creature absorbed uh, the knowledge as well? Was uh, the, the, one I, the one I hated and fell asleep. What second? Yes. I yeah. Where it ate people's hearts. Yeah, it got a yeah. little bit of their stuff. Not. Yeah. I don't think quite as much as this was implying that he still had of resonant because it, it also it feeds on blood apparently mm-hmm. because it goes into the to the uh, infirmary and eats all the blood packs. Mm, nom, 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 yeah. nom, nom. And I, so it's you know it's got all this resonance, and that's how they lure it. They try right. or at least try to lure it into the yeah. bay so they can flush it out again. So I think we have to stop here, and we have to talk about the awesome set of weapons that these guys have as miners. Yeah, that is true. That is a pretty awesome scene when they're gearing up, and it's just one shot after another of increasingly awesome things to kill things with, yeah. of which they get very little chance to actually use. But they start off; they've got these little circular handsaw type of things. Mm-hmm. Then they got these. Uh, kind of funky. They're like a chainsaw, but it's it's got a little triangular. Yeah, it's tip like a triangular it. tip type of. Uh, I don't know if that's like a like a, one of those stone saws like that. Uh, yeah. People that make headstones use. It's Maybe. like a diamond saw. It looks kind of like that. Yeah, but. it's pretty awesome. And yeah. then uh, I, what else? I missed that because I I blacked out for a little bit. Oh, you missed the gearing up sequence. Man, yeah. How did you miss the gearing up? I dude? don't know. It's 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 but, been a long yeah. everything. Oh, but, but you saw you saw the. Flamethrower. I saw yeah. the flamethrower, which was amazing. Yeah, they've got these pretty badass fame flamethrowers. Those are, I think, those are my favorite flamethrowers in any movie. Yeah, they don't they have, have the, that, they don't, they don't they have have the that, reach, but you know. Oh, they had pretty good. Pretty but they look damn reach. functional. I oh, mean, yeah. despite the fact that they're like huge, basically a cylinder that's about two feet long, yeah, and about a foot in diameter, mm-hmm. with like a four prong. Yeah, that's yeah, what was cool about tip it. on the end. Light. 
Yeah. I figured it was, you know, some sort of pressurized gas, not like a, you know, but they a just tank look, full of kerosene. It just looks like something that'd be badass to be carrying at your side. And they seem to be relatively light, which is mm-hmm. good. Well, they did that too. They like that was the thing is like I when I'm watching this, I'm thinking like, man, this would have been cool to be like filming this, to be like walking around and doing that mm-hmm. that cool like I'm checking everything out. Yeah. You know, all they were missing was like the motion trackers. But yeah, it's it, it's a straight rip off movie, but I find it quite enjoyable and do we want to go ahead and I mean, we usually spoil. I'm just saying if if you haven't watched this and we already kind of spoiled. I, well, I'm just saying. Here, I mean, the very like the last five minutes. What like they're planning to get out? Well, yes. Oh, okay. But I'm talking yeah. about like literally the like, best a, thing in the yeah, movie. Yeah, like the last five to ten minutes of the movie, it just goes batshit crazy. I mean, yeah, because the just, doc has launched the pods. Yeah, they they've can't launched, get out that way. Yeah, literally, it's like they realize they probably can't kill the thing yeah, either. Everything is literally falling apart, and I'm just warning you if if you haven't watched this and you have an interest based on what we've talked to up now, do yourself a favor and just stop for now go watch the movie and come back yeah, because it is on netflix this is this is where it gets tits right here is because basically <laughs> well, not literally well yeah not literally there's, there's no nudity in this no, movie yeah no nudity. Boo. but because this thing has knocked out the oxygen the not only they're going to suffocate but before that even happens the thing is going the sea station is going to lose pressure and collapse it's going to mm-hmm. implode so this just sets in motion like the desperate escape plan that they just have to go now and uh they go very quickly look at the oxygen they're like this is fucked we're not fixing this let's get out of here mm-hmm. and uh so they go to find the the diving suits and their plan is, is they're basically going to make an improvised flotation device out of some air tanks just create a big float and just yeah and it, like, it looks like suits. an underwater parachute that yeah. goes up they were using those they they set right. that up the like the first scene of the movie because they're using those I guess to move stuff back and forth. I think they were probably moving the, the ore. Like they yeah, take it, it out. Be. And just, I don't know. Send it over. But yeah, they were they were moving stuff using yeah. those little balloons. So they so. grab those things and they're just like they're just going to take their diving suits and just shoot straight up. Which apparently these are very like we said these are very cool diving suits. You can slip right in and they just kind of clamshell together. Yeah, they're, but they they're also sweet. have decompression technology built right in. Yeah. So if you can make them go up, you're cool. You know. Yeah. No bends for you. You don't have to worry about dying. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. So all this stuff is happening. Of course, the station is just falling apart. It's going to hell now. Everything, you know, floors are collapsing and shit's just falling everywhere. So at this point, they're running. They got their flamethrowers. You know, there's three people left. There's, uh, you know, there's Beck. The uh, what's her name? Willie. Willie. Yeah, Willie. The the wants to be an astronaut chick. We, we didn't really going talk to about. be an astronaut. Going to be an astronaut. And then uh, Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. And they're just running, running, running. They're just like, you know, get to the chamber. We're getting out of here. And of course, this thing's still chasing them, and you know we have their standard like floor collapse. Oh my god, somebody's stuck over here. Somebody sacrifices, but they don't mm-hmm. waste any time in this. It's like that's like a one minute sequence. Yeah, it's like great peril that would could have been dragged out for a lot longer. And I will say too, I love that the countdown. It, it sure felt like yeah. a real countdown. It, like it feels, when they say you've got eight minutes. Yeah, they're like, hurrying. Like About I'm, eight minutes I, later, shit. I is, would have checked. Shit is going down. I, I would like to have checked the time because yeah. it was probably pretty close. It yeah. wasn't like a movie eight minutes that lasts twenty twenty five. Right. It was like because I remember they said there are eight minutes of air left, and then like probably they're, a minute later they're yeah. not even down the hallway, and it's like there are seven minutes of air yeah, left. Yeah, they're I was hauling like, ass. Good. Like yeah. good. Finally, somebody's doing this right. Yeah. But so there's a little bit of peril in in the station, but basically they get into the suits. Um, Willie, of course, has to, you know, strip down to her underwear one last time, which I think is hilarious. And, <laughs> you know, as they're getting into suits, 
the only thing that's possibly a saving grace is that she knew at the end they'd be swimming. They'd be out of the suits and swimming, so pants would get in the way. Even though Whatever. Just, she got half naked. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's, yeah. it's funny and it's pandering to me. But um, So they get, you know, the Ernie Hudson and her get out just fine. Uh, Peter Weller kind of stays behind because the Leviathan is literally coming into the room at this point mm-hmm. by one of the best entrances ever because he rips through one of the suits. One of the suits. Like, just straight through the middle of it. Does a here's Johnny awesome. right yeah, through the middle of it. Pretty awesome entrance. And then uh, he does this whole crazy thing where it's like, you know, lights the water around the, the, the tank around it. and Yeah, he's pouring gasoline He's pouring gasoline on it. And, you know, this is also the... He's like fucking scorched earth, man. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, well, you know, of course, this is the... Uh, they've got two of these... Uh, what do they kept calling them? The... Leviathans? No, the lifts, like the, the where they could go. Yes, they had two leviathans. <laughs> no, they had two lifts where they could get in and out of the station, and this is the one that malfunctions sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's going to get stuck, and mm-hmm. yeah. he's banging on it, and of course. Lift lock. Lift lock. There you go. Or lock lift. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But so, at some point, you know, the leviathan's right there in his face, and he, as he's going down, and you get a very cool, like, squish, blood goes everywhere, something popped, and... Yeah, coated it looked like one of blood. the one of the people Probably or something. One of the one of the, one of the people's heads there. or something in there, but yeah, and yeah. and and that's a good blood spray too. Oh yeah, just like it's like here's the bucket, chuck it at him. Right. So that all of this happens, and like like we said, it's it feels fairly proper properly timed that mm-hmm. this is he's literally get out in the last thirty seconds, and he's mm-hmm. down there, and then the place just implodes. You know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's a pretty cool miniature shot too, because yep. they actually show the thing mm-hmm. folding in on itself. Yeah, I was impressed with that. Yeah, but they 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 start just destroying all. Yeah, the they just show the entire set. Yeah, every fucked up. every single set that they've ever went through in this place is just destroyed. Which I love. I think every movie, like instead of just striking the set, you should just blow it the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> that's my what opinion. Yeah, chuck everything off this gel. Yeah. We're putting it on a production of Romeo and Juliet. Burn the fucking set at the end. <laughs> you know? Doesn't matter. So. All that happens, you're like, great, you know, they've escaped, they're at the surface of the water, it's over. Yeah, they make it up, it's Hooray! all bright, it's bright and sunny yeah, it's bright and sunny. Oh, then there's Ernie Hudson's like, where's your hurricane where's your now, hurricane? bitch, yeah. motherfucker? So, they're just floating there, because yeah. they're like, oh, this is awesome, we got away. And then, the, this is another thing that's kind of neat about this movie, is all these underwater movies like this always, you know, the splashing out of the water is, we're saved! Not, mm-hmm. fuck, we're in the middle of the ocean, yeah. <laughs> with no boat or any kind of <laughs> flotation device. So they're floating there and floating there. And they set off one flare and they're like, fuck. <laughs> and we see interspersed shots of the Coast Guard helicopter kind of circling mm-hmm. the, for the wreckage or whatever. And mm-hmm. So they're just the helicopter. They can see it off in the distance and the helicopter is just about to get to them. And <laughs> sharks! sharks! <laughs> because why the fuck not? <laughs> At this point in the movie. Hey, shark, a shark's got to eat, man. Yeah. It's just so. That was just so incredible because it's just like. These people have been through enough, yeah, man. Seriously, I mean, they're, they're not, and Ernie Hudson is not dying to a goddamn <laughs> shark. I'm he's sorry. not Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, he's not pulling a Samuel L. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they they're not in danger from the sharks very long. They kick and punch, and the sharks go away when the helicopter starts getting close. And yeah, it looked like they had real shark footage. Oh yeah, like they did. going by stunt people or whatever that yeah. were. Mm-hmm. So right yeah, right there. It's just it's pretty awesome. It's about thirty seconds of. Completely but, unnecessary footage, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, because because at that point, yeah, that we all that was the one you were waiting yeah, for our reaction. I, was. On. I you know, I, I spoiler, I've seen this within the last two weeks. I just enjoyed it so damn much. I wanted to bring it back. But um, so yeah, you're like, oh great, sharks, we're saved, the, we're saved. And they have this badass, <laughs> uh, you know, Coast Guard helicopter, which I didn't know landed it was really, on the water. Landed on the water. Didn't know they could do that. Apparently, there's a kind that can. Pretty cool. Maybe in the future. Yes, in the in the future. 
But then, of course, hey, who's not dead? Leviathan, of course. <laughs> it rises. It's like, surprise, Leviathan. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is where Ernie Hudson no longer makes it. Yeah, and it's kind of... It's kind of anticlimactic. I was a little disappointed with how yeah. he went out. I wish... Just, they're just kind of splashing in the water, yeah. and it looks like it drowns him. It, it, it here, Here's how it felt. It felt like they were on the set, and Ernie Hudson's supposed to have a cool-ass death. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to kind of sacrifice himself and blow the Leviathan the fuck up, which we've already established. We wouldn't really kill it, but whatever. Gets the other two away. I'm thinking, like, Peter Weller kind of was like, oh, I'm supposed to be the hero of this movie. I should get to blow it up. Mm-hmm. So, Ernie Hudson just kind of gets to, like, die and be held underwater, really. He doesn't yeah. even get ripped apart or eaten or anything. It's or just anything. the guy's just, like, holding him underwater, and he dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, of course, Peter Weller goes, oh, yeah, I forgot. When we were gearing up, I got these grenade things in my vest that I might mm-hmm. should have probably used a little while earlier. And he gets a semi-cool line when he... Say hi, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About to throw a stick of dynamite at the creature. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he basically does, like, a little free throw shot. It's yeah, he does a little basketball. It, it's like shot. A, it was kind of cool because he delivered the line fairly well. You know, yeah. it's say hi, right, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to you know you you know deliver a line poorly that is punctuated with motherfucker. You know, it can yeah, be done. You got to be terrible not yeah. to get a good motherfucker out. Yeah, but he does this kind of weird little yeah. The shot looks so thing. It's just like ish but and right course it goes right into right the into the mouth. Leviathan's mouth. Yeah, and then boom, and he has time to swim away yeah. from. The aquatic creature that apparently <laughs> is mostly fish at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's mostly yeah. fish killing machine. But whatever. Yeah. So it blows up. Satisfying ending, right? Wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> because this movie doesn't know how to end and it's fine. Yeah. Because it kind of gets better. Because the Coast Guard takes them to yeah. the oil rig. Right. Yeah. Just on more some sort of offshore Where we platform. just proceed to be like, there's sharks on the oil rig. <laughs> Land sharks oh, on fuck, the oil rig. Oh, there's a tiger on the oil rig. <laughs> There are there's velocir- another there are velociraptors <laughs> on the oil rig. <laughs> there are velocileviathans <laughs> on the oil rig. Velocitigers. Velocitiger shirts. Velocitiger no. shark viathans. All there is is the CEO lady yes. who kind of fucked him over. He was a game. giant cunt. I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and... Yeah, yeah that that's out. fair. Yeah, and, and just to set this up, they had they couldn't get a weather report or anything no. down there, but they did check the stock report which reported that the company had a huge loss because of the loss of a mining colony, and here's the people that died, and of course it's the list of everyone in the movie. Right. So they just so, scuttled the operation. Yeah. So they the knew loss. that they knew that the company was like, "Fuck you, you're dying." Yeah. So once they see her up topside, <laughs> well, this is what's great is because, like I said, we're down to we're down to Peter Weller and Willie at this point, the the female mm-hmm. astronaut wannabe, and uh, it'd be very easy for her to pull the Holly McLean at the very end. And walk up and, you know, just deck the bitch? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Peter Weller gets to do that, yeah. too. <laughs> he just walks without even stopping and just, oh, I should. Well, yeah, I she, goes, should, she goes, how do you feel? She's yeah. like, oh, God, yeah, they yeah. they wrote you off. They said you were dead, but I, I told them you were going to get through. How and, are you feeling? And then you get, you know, clock and this awesome generic sound effect. Yeah. Punch. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like someone's cracking a head of lettuce in half. <laughs> God, it might as well up. have just said punch. Yeah, like, like a big huge yeah, thing of celery that that's probably what it was it was like a big old hunk of celery <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like much better now and boom movie's over yeah so yeah i think this kind of hits on all cylinders there at the end i think but what do you guys think in other words is it rating time let's rate it before we get to get, get oh, to that um you have more interesting facts yeah hh3f pelican is in uh has been in service uh 
Actually, it's in active service with the Coast Guard, according to uh And this is sources. the aquatic landing helicopter? Yeah. Motherfucker can land on the water. Awesome. It's a Sikorsky product. Sweet. S61R is it? This week's BAMCast brought to you by Sikorsky and all the fine aviation products that they... No, they don't. That's not. Sikorsky <laughs> makes badass <laughs> I've learned quite a bit this episode. Yeah. That's scary. Learned about leagues and leagues amphibious and helicopters. helicopters yeah. and also brought to you by 50 Cent's Hand Grenades. <laughs> No, road flares. That's what I was 50 cents. 50 cents road flares. Helicopter seeking road flares. Anyway, let's rate this thing. Move on. Sure. I got to go four jocks. I I liked it a lot, but I don't know. Okay. There's something that's missing about the ending. Tits. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gratuitous nudity is missing, but. Right. But there's there's something not quite satisfying about how everything ends. Okay. Just for me. Even though it sounds awesome to have them, the shark circling them and him taking him punching the chick out. Right. I, I think if Ernie Hudson had had a cooler end of some kind, mm-hmm. then I think it would have been better. Okay. But four jocks is still four jocks. Right. That's way up there. BJ in the pantheon of despite your brief BF blackout during the uh, the Rambo suiting up sequence. Yeah. Um, I can't quite give it four, but I feel bad only giving it three. Speak your mind. So it's a free country. Yeah. But until Leviathans take over, <laughs> right? Yeah. Your, I, for one, welcome our Leviathan overlords. Is your president? I, Leviathan, will destroy you all. Vote for me. Um, we the people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I got to go with. Uh, I got to go with three jocks. It, it, it was missing some elements and some feelings of a of a four jocks or better movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Ernie Hudson had some great lines. Yeah. There was a bunch of cool shit happened. Um, Ernie Hudson did not have a cool death. There was not gratuitous nudity. This is true. Yeah, so that's one thing, one thing I'm realizing. Yeah, like a lot of the deaths were kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when kinda the doc blah. dies, it's barely even shown. Right. Oh, yeah. the Jesus has a pretty Yeah, awesome the Jesus death. is probably the only one that's yeah. really good. So... When I watched this the first time, this felt like a solid five jocks. Mm-hmm. In retrospect and watching it again, I am feeling that it does creep much closer to four. Um, I think it might have been a combination of just needing a movie like this, like having watched too many serious and or bad, bad movies mm-hmm. that maybe it just it ranked a little higher that day of the week. But yeah, I think it's it's probably good that I watched it again because I'm, I'm also going to have to go with a four. It's it's got some damn good moments, but yeah, it just doesn't quite have that that top shelf. Feel Maybe it's just it. because it's so derivative. Yeah, it it is. It's you know you got to get past that. I mean, but still, yeah, still well worth watching. It's on Netflix Instant Watch. It is. So if you've got that, then you've got this. And I would I I watched them the same night. I did watch this and Deep Star Six back to back. Um, I don't. I would recommend that Deep Star Six. The problem with it is um. It does not have any gravitas, or not gravitas. I'd say pathos. Like it, 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 it takes itself far too seriously, and it's in the same league as this. No mm-hmm. pun intended there, but it, it's very much in the same cheesy B movie monster uh, genre, and it's it just doesn't know it. So maybe that's more your thing, but whatever. There it is. But it played it. So you're saying I mean, that I, one just played it too serious? Yeah, it's just played it too serious. I mean, it's it's got some moments and. Some interesting things happen, but you know it's a good double feature. You can't go wrong, really. Two two underwater movies. 
But yeah, I agree. So yeah, it's pretty high up there though, among all the Banff cast movies. Yeah, it's way up there among <laughs> underwater killing machine movies that we I watched. Th- I think so too. Mm-hmm. Higher than Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It is. Well, might be the only. I gave other. it. I gave that as four as well. I believe, but I think yeah. I only gave that a three. Yeah, I don't remember this what is, I rated that. But this is much better. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. No, no freak out incident, but whatever. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's take a break. Sounds good. Yes, take it to the break. All right, welcome back to the second half of the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. We're good back. to be back. Yeah. Good we got, break. I guess welcome back to the second half. Solid Something break. Something like that. Words. So, we have returned. Uh, this half, we have a couple of mostly new Exciting movies. Exciting features for you. A couple you. of mostly new movies to talk about. Uh, but first, but first, wait, there's more. We have a voicemail. Oh, Garfield from Hotline the is blowing up once again. Regarding... Um, the twilightification of BJ's uh, parental, uh, fatherly, paternal unit. My my dad. Your dad. The, my dad. The shattering of BJ's heroes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is a... Uh, this is the a, loss no, of BJ's start, innocence. I might start calling him my mom. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, BJ's dad since you're not saw listening. Twilight, said it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're dad, so we need to cure him of this. Your dad, somehow. <laughs> if any of my family Whoa. is listening, I'm fighting words. Yeah, I don't think these mean things about my dad. I'm no, just we're embarrassed. not. We're not. We're just we're we're really more anti Twilight than BJ's dad, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, so Clint uh, sent us a uh, voicemail that uh, Clint from Madison is is this a second voicemail he's left? I us? believe so. I believe, I believe so. Um, hey, Clint. I, I think uh, if this is a second voicemail you left us, leave us another voicemail telling you telling us <laughs> that yeah, it that is in fact me. you. No, I think I, I believe he might have been one of the uh, two or three messages we had on the uh, one year spectacular mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. whatever reason the phone blew or up was, that week. Was he yep. the one who told us about um, producer guy who had worked oh, on Robot Holocaust that and might have been Charles Band? It, it was whatever episode that was. Right. So, was on. so yes, somewhere not in the everyone who really wants two, to know more about Clint. Yeah, <laughs> in the not <laughs> so distant future. Go back to the Bathcast archives. We, hey, welcome anyway, to the Clintcast. Why don't you go ahead and play Clint's voicemail? I think so I will. Can, Let's do that. We can listen to the dulcet tones of Clint. Hello, guys. This is Clint from Madison calling up with some movie suggestions for. Oh, I can't remember which one you needed to try to uh, untwilight your dad. Mm. Um, thought of some movies, shows uh, masculinity with a bit of vulnerability, and they're older movies, so maybe your dad will relate. Try three of them. Great Pantini, Jaws, and maybe the first of the series, First Blood. Try that, and if that doesn't work, you can always try Conan. And other than that, oh, I'm a big MST fan, and I have to say, Joel is awesome, but I'm a Mike guy myself, but uh, Cinematic Titanic is funnier than hell, so it's well worth it. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. All right. Thanks, Clint. So I would say that's actually an excellent suggestion. If your dad likes Twilight, he'll obviously like True Blood. Oh, wait. First Blood. First Blood. Oh, oh. First no. Blood. I know that Dad has seen Jaws and First Blood. That's a big difference. Um, and Conan. Okay. So the great I guess Santini. we'll try The Great Santini. Yeah, Robert Duvall. I, I haven't seen it. I've read the book, yeah. which is really good. Um, have you seen it? Either of you seen the movie? Um, no. No. Came out in the late 70s? I have not actually, sadly. Robert Duvall was nominated for an Oscar. Hmm. 
Best actor in leading role. Excellent. I will. Well, yeah, get it's it kind on of the Netflix. story of this uh, guy from the Marines who has to uh, basically has to deal with coming back to his family. Okay. And how- I, I would also throw in and. Um, because I wasn't really thinking in that vein. I was thinking, you know, you just have to go balls out, manly. I have to man, my dad, right. the fuck. But up. if you, if if you know, maybe Clint, if you haven't seen this one, you might like uh, Papillon, which sounds like a worse title than it, what it actually is. Mm-hmm. It's a Steve McQueen movie, mm-hmm. um, Escape from Prison movie, and it's quite awesome. And unlike, another one, unlike most Steve McQueen movies, he kind of plays sort of a vulnerable character in this one. Mm-hmm. You know, usually, he's larger than life and untouchable, but it's a very good movie. Yeah, yeah. And Jaws, of course, is Jaws ridiculous. Yes. Good, yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. First Blood, not the body count that we're used to, but no, still quite a good movie. Oh yeah, that's that's the one that's actually probably a film, <laughs> a real movie, a real and movie. not a yeah. kind of a, a almost a parody yeah. of <laughs> yeah. I so mean, I'll try the Great Santini. Um, try to get it on that Netflix and put it in front of my dad. And if all else fails, I'm probably buying Expendables on Blu-ray anyway. There you go. So we'll go with the brute force method. That works. And A-Team. A-Team's got to be coming out soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would A-team. think it would be, but I keep getting emails of like from email because I long ago pre-ordered it on Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as they put a listing up. But, uh, yeah, they keep telling me, like, we're not sure when this is going to be available. And I'm like, really? There's movies that came out after that are already on DVD now. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, and Iron Man, I think, next week. Yep. The yeah. first gentleman. Or the Iron Man 2. Yeah. But, so, yeah, there's uh, some good suggestions, Clint. Um, yes, thank you. I like both Joel and Mike. Yeah. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I, I know I was you're. Not, I, I'm not super anti Mike. Um, I, I am. No, the only reason I'm anti Mike. <laughs> taking is, a stand against Mike, I, man. I, I wasn't right a, here, right now. I wasn't a big fan of when MST went to the Sci Fi Channel, I, and I know Mike joined before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like it when they strictly had to do Sci Fi oriented movies because I enjoy a lot of their other movies just as much. I mean, there's plenty of. It, it's just it's not something I like to pigeonhole MST into doing one genre of movie. Yeah, like the Murtaugh episode is one of my favorite yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that definitely not a sci-fi movie. And I, I don't think I mentioned it uh, before, but uh, I'll give a quick plug. Uh, the cinematic Titanic people kind of turned me onto the site, but it's kind of interesting because I was going to buy the DVD of what they showed at Dragon Con, which was that East meets Watts that they mm-hmm. did. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently a lot of other people that went to Dragon Con had that same idea. And that was the one that was sold out on physical disc. Aww. But they had a Aww. click a button to get a digital copy. And it turns out it's pretty freaking cool. It's this website called Easy Takes. Mm-hmm. And you can go there and it's, uh, I would liken it to the Steam of movies. Like you kind of buy a movie and if for whatever reason you misplaced your digital copy, you can go re-download it. And they will send you. Ah, they, they it's let a you, lot better than uh then iTunes. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of other things. So they let you also download like an MPEG-4 copy that you can throw on pretty much anything that'll play video. And they give you a like a ISO DVD making file as well. So it's wow. just like getting... So it's perfect for pirating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to so, start my empire. So I, I went and got a East Meets Watts on that. Don't you... But Take Great Santini because it's probably not, like one copy. Sorry, I'm on Netflix. <laughs> I, I was just seeing if it was on Instant or not. Yeah, it's I'll not. Bet you were. I'm just letting you know it is not on instant. It is DVD yeah. format only. But oh, it, thanks. I'm gonna go check around because uh, e- Easy Takes has like um, their claim to fame is like hard to find movies in a digital format. Yeah, so uh, I come like in a, peace. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, not quite that high profile. Not, oh. You know, mostly older, you know, out of print type of things like yeah, you know, Doc, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari and crazy things. Hard to find things like that. Hard to find. But anyway. That is all. Okay. Moving on. 
So moving we on. Cool. Movies to talk about. You guys went and saw a movie last night. We did. I ended up working mm-hmm. late. I did not get to go, which really we're, annoys me now. We're we're really really sorry about that. But <sighs> apparently yes. So you guys, you went and saw Machete. Yes, finally. Machete. Finally saw Machete. How long theater. has that been out? I believe that came out the weekend I was at Dragon Con. So two Labor weeks. Day weekend. Yeah. So yeah, it's been like almost three weeks. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, so yeah, sadly. It's taken us this long to get to a theater and see it. But, but hey, we it made cost, it happen. It cost us five bucks. So Woohoo. All is well that ends well. And uh dude, it's it's freaking awesome. It's everything you everything you would expect out of it. Yeah. It really is. It, it with something that came from a two minute trailer in Grindhouse, they fleshed out a pretty damn good movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Now is the part where he's got the chain gun on the front of the motorcycle? actually in the movie oh yeah yeah they worked it in it's mm-hmm. glorious it is so glorious <laughs> bj stopped built BJ the movie stopped around that didn't movie and and gave a crash and burn at, at that moment because yes. it was it's that epic. good it's epic i think they it's, upped the it, explosion factor from what was in the trailer it's I mean, wonderful this huge fireball was behind him yeah <laughs> and the great thing is there's like zero reason for it no yeah they just they're like oh, oh well, okay here's that part that you wanted to see right yeah so, that's kind of what they do a lot of the movie. It's like, here's that part you wanted to see. Yeah. Here's that other one you wanted to see. Yeah, they they pretty much fit everything that was in the trailer into the full movie. But it uh, weed whacker. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. It's pretty amazing, and uh, and I hate to say it because it sounds weirdly biased, but it is a better movie than The Expendables. It is more of a film than The Expendables. It, it's a better movie than The Expendables, in in so much that it is better told it is better structured and just more more concise there's less downtime i mean a lot of shit happens in this movie i mean not all of it is it it, nowhere does it come anywhere close to the balls out crazy shit that happens in the last 30 minutes plus you know a scene or two here and there earlier in the expendables you know but wall to wall there's far more action Mm -hmm. it's just never quite as big or oh my godish than Dude's getting shot with a gun that eliminates the top half of their body. There's there's a fair amount of eviscerations and things like that, but it tries. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, it it just kind of goes to show that while he may have had a co-director, and you know, you never see, you never know, you're never sure when you have a co-director situation how much one person did or the other person did, but Mm -hmm. you can see that Robert Rodriguez knows how to make a film probably a lot better than Sylvester Stallone does. Not saying that he makes inferior movies, but he's not a born and bred filmmaker like mm-hmm. you know, Rodriguez is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's all I have to say. I mean, it's, if you haven't seen it, see it it's any way you can. I will borrow the Blu-ray from you because yes. I get the feeling that you will be buying it. Oh yeah. Yeah. This would make a fantastic double feature with the Expendables. Yeah. Yeah. Most certainly. Yeah. And there's, mm. there are plenty of gratuitous boobs. Oh yeah. Oh, like in the first five minutes. Yeah. The first five minutes of Machete is fucking awesome. It's insane. Yeah. But anyway, and Lindsay Lohan, I sure what? And, and I'm like the Lindsay last person Lohan's on earth. Boobs are in it? You're like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the I'm last, the last person, person on earth to see Lindsay Lohan's boobs. Yeah, well, there you go, dude. Do you not have the internet? Apparently, what the? <laughs> well, I don't go out seeking <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's tits or whoever. Dude, I didn't with. either, and I it yeah, just exactly. happened. Yeah, it's like let me Google search, you know, molecular it's biology. Like, Fuck, there's Lindsay yeah. Lohan's tits again. Yeah, it's like she doesn't go out seeking cocaine, but there it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that kind of thing. It just 
I guess I'm just better. Sometimes you end up at the wrong place at the wrong time, I'm, my friend. I'm just better, better at crash avoidance than you guys, I guess. <laughs> ah, the yeah. ABS system on BJ's internet. <laughs> yes. You have better internet than me, I gotta say. Yeah. I just was redundant yeah. there. Damn it, I hate that. ABS system. Yeah. Yeah. I pay for good internets. Right. All of my internets are really good. Did you download the Googles? I did. Good, good. I did. I downloaded you should, all Everyone of the Googles. should have the Googles installed. But right. Lindsay Lohan in the least surprising casting move of all time, I think. Stripper? As the, uh, yeah. The no, the drugged up, drug addicted daughter, daughter of uh, uh, Control Jeff Freak. Fahey. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, the cast. We have to talk quickly. The cast that he's able to assemble is fucking unbelievable. I mean, it must be so nice to be in like the Tarantino Rodriguez universe because... I mean, I guess Eli Roth is in this now too. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're all like a band of brothers. But uh, yeah, I mean, just, you, Jesus yeah, Christ! You, like, you just call up Steven Seagal. And yeah, say, hey, yeah. Oh, you've been, God, I haven't I been in a movie for a while. Completely forgot to. I was telling my yeah, dad he, about it. He's when I watching got home. the credits like he never knew. You know, like he'd never seen the trailer before. You know, I knew. You I know. knew a few of them, but uh, like, um, Steven De, Seagal, De Niro, Don Johnson, Don Johnson. I knew Don yeah. Johnson was in it. Yeah, Jessica Alba, Jessica I mean, Alba. Um. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. I guess it's not a big deal, sure. but you know, <laughs> just get a get. She an does eight. have a big name. Get an eight ball, and you know yeah. she's in your movie. Yeah, but yeah, but De Niro was the surprising one because that one. I don't know if I just never caught it or mm. or what, but yeah, I mean it's just and he's you know it's not just a bit part. He is all oh, yeah. over this movie. Yep. Steven Seagal, you know, a lot lower profile in this movie, but right, yeah. It was well, good to see him back on back on the big screen. Yeah, even though he kind of how fat did he look? He's he didn't look as fat as I expected. He looks pretty rough. Look. He looked pretty rough on Steven Seagal Lawman. Yeah, he kind of yeah. looks like a tick that's been on a dog a little too long. But you know. <laughs> yeah, he didn't look as bad as I expected him to look. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give give him that. That's but, true. But yeah, no, it's hey, it's tough tough life down and in Danny the, fucking Trejo. Jesus, why this man was not a like starring role vehicle in a movie before. That guy has a Be- fucking presence, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, but he's not very good at delivering like it doesn't delivering matter. lines. No, seriously, that dude. He should- doesn't really have to talk. No, but- that's just it. I mean, the dude could just stand there and look straight at the camera and like fuck. <laughs> that's usually what he does. Yeah, I know. In and every it's, other movie, it's a, I, I, I for one, I thought he was fucking brilliant. I mean, like he's in- put on a fair amount of weight. Too. Yeah, he's. Getting, I mean, he's you know, old. He's like, dude, he's like seventy. Yeah, I know. Dude's well, he's old. living. He's the like fat seriously old. Life. But for a actually, dude he's leading an action. Actually, he's twenty-seven. Oh. <laughs> prison it's life rough is rough down in Tijuana. Yes. Prison life does not treat you gently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no. no, it's 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 amazing, and you know, there's plenty of things I want to say, but you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. at the same time. You don't want to spoil anything, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much all I really need to say. Yeah. I didn't get to see that. Yeah. I saw another movie there. Oh, did you? See? I saw the American. Oh fuck! Oh, yeah, sure. We go see the Mexican, and you go see the yeah. American. <laughs> Complete, probably the complete opposite oh, yeah. of Machete. Machete. Because this is like a super, it's basically, it's like, it's practically a European, like, if you wanted to make a European art film about spies, it would be the American. Okay. And then suddenly George Clooney's in it for whatever he reason. the American. Yeah. Because like nobody else you recognize is in this movie. Okay. And, it, and it's basically... The trailers were completely deceptive, of course. I knew that going in, so I didn't mind it. Right. But man, talk about your slow-ass paced movies. It's slow. It It's mostly a movie about a guy building a gun. Oh. 
but it's really good. Like I really, really liked it, but you have to be someone who can sit there and be patient throughout. But I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to remember the last bad movie Clooney had other than, you know, the infamous one uh, from the late nineties, of course, but intolerable like, cruelty. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So it's probably like, probably and the probably, weakest Coen brothers. Movie. Yeah. But I mean, generally it's like lately he's just been kind of like yeah. a seal of quality in movies where like, you just know that he's going to be good and he's, he's really good in this. Okay. And it's just interesting because it's like a character piece where you, it's a character piece, but you don't really learn all that much about any of the characters in it. If that, okay. if that makes any sense. All right. A mysterious character but, piece. Yeah. But you care, you care so much about all of them by the end of it. Okay. Probably because they keep the cast really small also. There's only like, you know, basically five or six so people that I asked you, you care about. Before when you first told me about this, can you still not think of any movie to remotely liken it to in pacing or tone or anything? Foreign or domestic? I don't think I can. Import. It's like if Point Break was directed by David Lynch. Hmm. Doing, doing the first half of Mulholland Drive. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... I wish I wish I could give you some kind of example of what what it's like, but I really can't. But it's it's one of those where, you know, they will hold on a shot of him walking across a frozen lake mm-hmm. with like the forest behind him and everything, and they will hold it like the camera's a good five hundred yards away from him, and they'll hold it watching them walk him walk from one side of the screen to the other. Oh, if you can imagine that, like you know, so like, it's like rock and roll nightmare. <laughs> kind of yes <laughs> right but actually the scenes look good but yeah oh, but, but okay. i mean like like it would they would hold like a 30 second shot of that ah. in the beginning you know that kind of thing okay but it's just one of those movies that lets you kind of connect the dots the way you want and you know figure out people's motivations just kind of they leave a, they leave a lot to the imagination and i just i really like that but it's definitely don't go into it expecting an action spy movie. Yeah. That's, it's, it's probably a more realistic spy movie where, you know, the guy's just going to be paranoid as fuck for the rest of his life. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that sort of thing. It's just, it's, it's a really interesting movie, but it's definitely a, a rental. And yeah, then you got that, some patience that's for what, it. That's when I first saw the trailer, I was like, Ooh, this looks like, I like spy movies. They showed all the action in the trailer. Yeah, and oh, then like, like all of it. Is then I was like, I kind of read a little bit more about it, and I was like, yeah, this will be a good spy movie on DVD mm-hmm. one day. Yeah, but it's got more of a. I, I think the the best thing I'd say is it's got more of like a seventies pace. Like if you could think of like where it's transplant. not kinetic. You yeah, know, where if you could transplant a movie from you know into like the mid seventies with George Clooney in it, that's kind of like what the kind of movie you, you should go in expecting. Okay. Awesome. I mean, I really, really liked it, but I can see why so many people hate it. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It takes all kinds, man. But all in all, I probably should have seen Machete. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, shit happens. Should have seen Machete and then rented that one, because <laughs> you definitely didn't need the uh, the full theater experience. Well, for... yeah, it's unfortunate, like, seeing it this late. I mean, there was, what, yeah. like, maybe five, six other people in the theater, so... Maybe eight. Yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of people and mm-hmm. it was in like the smallest theater in the, in the multiplex, but yeah, that's how the American was for us. Cause I think yeah. we went on like a Thursday night it was and like, right up until the, until the trailer started, it was just the two of us in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then 
eventually like six more people trickled in. Yeah. But we thought we were going to have the theater ourselves. And then we thought they might kick us out because they can't make any money off of this. They don't. I've seen a movie by myself and watched a movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Literally the only person in the theater. I guess I just think of the, of the local, you know, some dude runs a theater type thing, you know, like the ones where you could sit down and have a beer and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I remember there was one near my college where we had to call a friend to come over so that we would have enough people in the theater in order for them to show the movie for us. Cause there were four of us and he's like, I I can't start the movie unless we got five people here. So we're like calling people like, Hey, can you come out here? Come here. Yeah. You could just buy another seat at that point. That was kind of the movie. we, we We were talking about doing that too, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I think if we could have transplanted the crowd that we, we, we brought with us and the, and the size of the theater, we would have had probably just as much reaction, I think, to Machete as we did the Expendables. Maybe not quite the <laughs> holy fuck moments right. that, that that induced at a couple points, but I mean, yeah. I think there would have been a lot more high-fiving and, and yelling at stuff. It yeah, was kind of for, subdued. For, for a smaller crowd, it was. Yeah. There was pretty good response. Yeah. There was some guy in the row ahead of us over towards the right who screamed out an expletive at some point. Yeah. Like a holy fuck or something like that. Yeah. There's good stuff. There's good times. Good times. Good Good times. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Um, Do we got anything else? Nah. Anybody watched anything on the home video market? No. Oh. I've watched a bunch of shit, but the only thing I want to talk about very quickly is just, I just simply want to say, I don't think it's quite Banffcast material. Because, number one, I think it's maybe a little too high profiles, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but holy shit, damn it, if Hackers isn't one of the best cheesy-ass <laughs> movies of all time, and if you haven't seen that movie... I still have not seen run. Hackers. I mean, it's on instant net- instant Netflix right now is the reason I watched it again, and oh god, I love that movie so much. It had been too long. <laughs> Don't really- you wish MGM was still in business? I do. I Because really, we love really all do. MGM movies from... God. Basically, 1985 to they 1994. Make the movies. Oh, that was so. It's so good. It's so terrible, and it's so good. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. But anyway, I, mean, <laughs> okay, I, I was like, I, yeah. that's all I really had. I mean, it's just MGM. Fisher Stevens. Yeah. I mean, you know, like remember we were talking Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers, and I'm like Fisher Stevens, who the fuck is this? And I, I was like, guy in short circuit, and like it didn't even dawn on me. Like fucking dude in Hackers, he's like off the <laughs> fucking chain in Hackers. He's so insane. But anyway, yeah, Hackers, awesome. Quick, quick shot of Angelina Jolie's tits. So if you need that motivation, there you go. She's hella cute when she was that young. I mean, I still think she's pretty, obviously, but way cute when she was that young. Right on. Most definitely. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. (laughs) The movie. What? No. Oh, just in general. No, from. uh, Oh yeah, 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 from Hackers. Crash and burn. What? Obviously, it's almost like a reason we need to watch it. Is like. There are two characters. There's Crash Override and Acid Burn. And at one point, mm-hmm. they're like, Crash and Burn. Because they put the really? two together. Yes. yes. So do you think that was a Robot Jocks reference? Yes. We'll say it was. We it assume everything is a Robot Jocks reference. If you can in any way relate it. Yeah. Works for me. That's why I'm looking at pictures from Oktoberfest. What? Because <laughs> it reminds me of Robot Jocks. <laughs> Because it's amazing. Okay. It works for me. This woman is carrying six steins in one hand. Six, well, liter mugs. In one hand. That's, that woman should be knighted or something. Or whatever they do in Germany that's the equivalent. Bedded. (laughs) 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 That's what happens at Oktoberfest. I'd Hofbrau her house or something. I don't know. 
On that note, yeah. <laughs> why don't you tell them how they get in touch with us, DJ? Because <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. You can get a hold of us at the website, bmfcast.com, where we put all of our all of our podcasts and uh, we do a little bit of extra kind of crazy stuff from now and then when we find something on the internet that we need to point out to you. Um, you can also find us on the Twitters at bmfcast. Uh, we will post show updates and updates on what we're doing. If we're doing anything special, we'll let you know about it so that you can catch it as well, hopefully. We are also on the Book of Faces, the Facebook, Facebooky. We are uh, facebook.com slash bmfcast. Or you can search for Bad Movie Fiends Podcast or BMF Cast on Facebook. And you can like us, and we post uh, trailers for the movies we watched and also uh, all the podcast information that is important. We also have, uh, you can subscribe to us in iTunes. You can find us at uh, BMF Cast, obviously, or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. And uh, if you could rate us and review us, five stars, please, because we uh, are kind of egotists. And those are most of the ways you can get a hold of us. But the most important way is, as you heard earlier in the podcast, the Garfield Hotline. You can call us and leave us a little voicemail, and we will feature you live on the podcast. And uh, that phone number, so that you can write it down, I'll say it twice, 910-5-JOX-BMF. That's 910-5-J-O-X-BMF. Or if you like numbers, it's 910-556-9263. Give us a call, and like Clint and Madison, we will feature you and whatever it is you have to say. So call us. We want to hear from you. We like to hear from you. Again, we're egotists, so. Yeah. So call us, uh, or get in touch with us any other way. We we like to interact with you. Yeah. Um, in as many ways as possible. Ew. Yep. Yep, I said it. Leviathan. Yes. <laughs> we want to Leviathan yes. you at the Bamfcast. So anyway, I, I guess that's uh, just about going to wrap it up for this episode. We will move on to next week, episode 55. Yep. Symmetry. Mm-hmm. All right. Episode, it's like a palindrome. Episode. It's the same if you spell it backwards. Yes. 55. <laughs> It'll be the, the episode in which we get our uh, early together. bird dinner. Oh, <laughs> early bird dinner at Barn Hills Country Buffet. We'll have to be done recording by 7.30. Right. Because wheel is on. <laughs> Wheel's on at 7. I know it's just hangman, but I don't care. Wheel is on at 7. Did we already discuss this about we did. the backwardsness? Okay. Yeah. Because you come from somewhere where... Everywhere else. <laughs> except they don't, for here. Right. They put the dumb shit on first for the yeah. idiots. Get that shit out of the way. So easy into the Jeopardy. Yeah, so the smart people can watch. You're like, holy shit, I don't know any Shakespeare. What? I can't even spell Shakespeare. If Two I birds with one stone. Who talks like that? I don't matter what? Ashwards. <laughs> right. All right. Let's anyway. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the, off rails, the rails have come again. off. Yep. Yeah. So I'm Harlow. Right. I'm Mackie. And I'm the beach. And this is Bamfcast out. We'll see you next time. Motherfuckers. I love you. Leviathan. 